to the Summoning Hour. All right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Summoning Hour podcast. Today, I'm joined by Duran Squared on Twitter, also the head ca- head coach and president of NYAT Esports. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. Now, NYIT has been a team and a name I've seen across collegiate esports for a few years now. Mostly, in a, yeah, exactly. I've seen it. I believe I first saw you in Heroes of the Dorm uh, when when that was like the first collegiate esport that I looked into, and it's like I'm excited about this. And NYIT was just one of those name, one of those acronyms that stood out. And sure enough, I've seen it in uh overwatch i've seen it in um rainbow six just like those teams really stand out so i mean this is a bit of a a name and a a a presence to get to know that i've seen coming for a long time so i'm excited to have you on the show oh my god yeah no you you don't realize how much of a smile it brings to my face that uh that like someone could see nyt and they instantly think of the the esports teams because uh we've been working on that for for a while to get to that point where we're like synonymous with the team and everything so it's that's really awesome yeah and like like i said heroes of the dorm was the first collegiate esport that i really got into watching because i was i was playing that game a lot and nyit for some reason it stuck in but i followed the journey i recognized the name that it was one of those contender teams that seemingly always made it through the tournament or was doing well in groups and like it was an upset that took them out in one bracket or another one game to another so just having nyit make that presence known just has kind of indoctrinated me as a bit of a fan for nyit so never underestimate those small moments that you can connect with a person so and that's a message for all clubs, I suppose. Uh, so now you you said before we started recording, you've been running this club and this team for a number of years now. Why don't you start your background in esports for us and let us know the man behind the team? Yeah, so uh, uh, I originally started NYT uh, 2012, you know, when the world was about to end and we was like, whatever. So we, we decided to, I went to college at NYT um i started off in computer science and i figured out that uh at one semester well, a whole year in yes computer science isn't for me so i went directly to graphic design and uh i started watching you know it was kind of just trying to make friends on campus uh and it was a lot of uh, a game club that was on campus it was like a social club on nyt old westbury campus and uh had fun played some games with some people started playing league of legends for the first time i, I came in on league of legends on like season three I think my first, the first champion I was at was like Syndra, so that you could date when when I started playing at that point. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's it's kind of crazy because um, I, I had unfortunately that summer that I was going to go to NYT, I had an accident, and I, uh, okay, it, it, I ran into a tree with my bike, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I had yeah, at the moment of impact, you know where it's like those those uh, those scenes where it's just like and it's like right before things says i bet you're wondering how i got here <laughs> so i decided to put my hand out and i and i unfortunately uh, uh shattered my wrist and like uh fractured my wrist in two places and i oh. actually couldn't i used to play uh playstation all the time i was a big call of duty fan i modern warfare 2 was my first game and uh what happened was i couldn't hold a controller anymore because my wrist was uh was was fractured in two places so um 
the reason why I started playing of legends is because it was a great way for me to put my entire arm on my desk and play video games. Um, and it was a way to build up my wrist strength again while going to therapy. That's so incredible. that's how I started, so that's how I started playing video like computer video games because I I thought me and my friends thought we were really good at Call of Duty we really weren't but I mean when you got a couple friends and you could stay up till three o'clock in the morning playing then it's like it's the best thing in the world. Um, so fast forward to NYT went through most of it I became president of Game Club after a couple years of, of participating in the club and then at a certain point uh, me and uh, a couple other students thought we were pretty good at video games and we were like this is it. We're gonna this new thing called Here's the Dorm is coming out with all the colleges and then Here's the Storms coming out and Blizzard's biggest biggest MOBA and it's gonna be the best thing that's gonna last forever. <laughs> and then, oh yeah. And, oh yeah, last forever, dude. And then rip, rip the uh, Here's the Storm. Uh, and then what happened was uh, we signed up for the original like second year of Here's the Dorm because it was like the coolest thing we've ever seen in our entire lives. And then we thought we were pretty good, and we won our first match. That match was a forfeit by the other team, but it was the happiest day of our entire <laughs> lives. As um, we, we won by forfeit, we ended up losing all the rest of the matches, but it was the funnest time I ever had. It, it, it was my senior year of NY, at NYT. Uh, after that, we just I just I did what I did best, which was organizing. Um, I organized the team and made a bunch of google sheets it's like who's gonna stop me it's like uh, i don't have to do i don't have to answer to anybody i answer to my <laughs> to my to my faculty advisor and i tell them what we're doing and we just do it like whatever um and then i don't think how, any, uh, anyone who gets mad at some, a student getting experience with excel is just like what are you doing in a college like let them learn excel i mean think about it if they keep putting it on on uh, on the recommended skills on the res on uh, for getting a job you you can't be mad at me when i'm learning exactly. excel on my own like if you if i have to learn word i'll do it on my own so um so then at that point we started doing other other games and stuff like that and then um we approached the athletics department um on hey why don't we get under athletics we could get some more funding we could be a cool new league for the school and i pitched it uh thankfully at the same time and the athletics department was already looking to it because we were a tech school already so um they were already thinking about this process i think they i think i just came at the right time at the right place and that let me let you know this is not like a first time go thing i attempted this like two years in it before but it's that idea that everybody wants an esports team but nobody wants to do the work for an esports team. Absolutely. So that's kind of like I I, had, I kept hitting this this like roadblock, and eventually I was just like, I'll just do it on my own. I'll just I got a couple passionate people, and we we approached the athletics department. I made sure I made a couple more Excel sheets. I worked on Microsoft Word to organize everything, so my my ducks were all in line. And long story short, we got picked up by athletics department um, as like a recreational sport. Um, we got some some funding to make some computers. We made six computers. It was a little bit of bumpy road to to get that all uh, all together. Um, I as a senior, I as my one of my final projects because during this time I was uh, I was still focusing on my uh, my senior projects. So as a graphic designer, you have to make sure like all your your big projects are perfect, that margins perfect because these those people like take a magnifying glass to these things on the final day. And I made the Cybears logo as this fun little thing that I probably thought I would never see again. I would be like, yeah, you know what? It's a school pride thing. I'll just throw, just, 
I, I spent like a couple, a couple. I mean, for me, it took a couple weeks to to organize like a logo that I, I was happy with, and it was had the school colors, and I made sure like nobody could say anything because the school colors. I I went exact to the style guide. I was like, this is the color. This is I have the codes. Can't say nothing to me. <laughs> and I was like, this is not gonna last long. I mean, it, I, it was just a cool thing that we did. And then by that time, it was like the athletics department was already ramping up, and they were like, yeah, we'll just use the Cybers logo. <laughs> It's like the Cyber's name was actually made by like it wasn't even me. It was like the the faculty advisor uh, Blair Hoplite who was working at there with us at the time, who was like an amazing person who's been playing D and D since like the eighties. Like he's like an OG. Like he watched he watched uh, Stranger Things and was like, yeah, that's not how they play D and D. This show is this show this show is not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so, glad. Like, I'm glad someone called, yeah, someone else called him out on that. Yeah, they were doing quite a few things, uh, but um. Uh, so yeah, he's the one who actually originally thought of the Cybear's name, and then it just picked up, and then the, they were like, well, if it's not broken, I guess they said, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, it got amazing help from the athletics director at the time, Dwayne Bailey, which is an athletics director now, who is uh, Dan Velez, and the president, it was just a mix, it was like a perfect storm of a bunch of things, because we were switching presidents at the time, and the president was like, the new president was like, we're a tech school. Why don't we have an esports team? Oh, that's incredible like, well, that someone brought well, in like cool. that. cool. Yeah, it was like a, it was like that year I graduated is when they were swapping people. Because I remember hearing Hank Foley speak at my at my uh, graduation. And I was like, okay, this is a, the new guy. Like, I don't, I guess I'm never going to see him again. And I spent like two years being like a, I guess, for lack of a better term, like a helicopter pa- a parent for esports at NYT. I just kept coming. Like, what are they gonna? I still have my ID. What are you gonna stop somebody who looks vaguely the same age as everybody else? So, um, yeah. <laughs> just kept coming and helping out and organizing. I did everything online, um, and then uh, and then we continued working. And it originally started with those original seven playing Here's the Storm, and now it's uh one it was that original game that we went to drop zone drop zone if anybody remembers that uh drop zone uh overwatch league of legends and then we eventually now we're up to eight games 16 teams um right now we just finished tryouts um we had i have an amazing bunch of team captains who are who are putting in so much work for their specific teams it's why you see so much good so much great so many great things coming out from the league of legends team from the from the our amazing um rainbow six team who's just kills it if they and now they're finally practicing regularly so now we could finally maybe pull something this year but it's gonna it's gonna be amazing um that's that's like the long and short end of it we we did we've been doing a lot and i made sure to use all my graphic design skills the best i can all the graphics are made by me um, with suggestions from the from the teams and the captains and everything, making sure that everything looks clean and organized, at least from the outside. As uh, as I'm like, <laughs> everything is uh, the yeah, they're, they're, we're doing fine. <laughs> we're doing fine. The Discord is <laughs> is popping off. We have almost 400 people in there now, so it's really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I've got five of your friends watching in chat right now, telling the telling me to ask this story or that story and. You got Cajun Moon out there saying, tell about that first meeting with students to get players in the classroom with the PowerPoint. Oh yeah, so I, I made this PowerPoint and I, I felt so I felt so proud of this PowerPoint and I made all these in, like these jokes about uh, how I was wearing a bow tie. 
but I was so stressed that day that I didn't wear a bow tie. So I was kind of just like talking to myself. <laughs> and I had like, I had like a PowerPoint of like rocket league team. This is how many people you're going to have. And this is the tournaments you're going to be in. So please be organized. And then overwatch team. This is how many teams you're going to have and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I had like a little PowerPoint clicker and everything else feeling really official at that time. <laughs> um, during that, that first, that first ever meeting, I remember exactly what, what he's talking about. Yeah the power when it all just comes together and you're yeah, like this is, how it's gonna be. <laughs> this is how it's gonna be it's gonna go perfectly the first time no first first try or nothing yeah that's literally it how did how did that actually go oh it, it was um it was a very it's a very rough it was a very rough road <laughs> um uh i i started i had to get really annoying on discord and i was like guys i just need you to i just need you to say that you're gonna be there please just i i you don't even have to put anything just put an emoji just just emote <laughs> yeah. something so i know that someone's doing something um but eventually they uh, we, we got it all together um it was we lose some teams we gain some teams that's unfortunately the the state of collegiate where it's just like you have a team you have a player for four years five years if you're lucky i mean i don't want them to spend extra money um <laughs> but we have and then we have some graduate students like uh like zaki zaki i think cajun moon who who who's a graduate student came back to play so hopefully we can do some do well in the ECC. We, we participate in the ECC with Bob Dranoff. Uh, we're part we're part of the the school is part of the original traditional sports, and then we eventually uh, they approached me for um, esports like East East Coast Conference esports, and that's yeah. kind of like our big conference that we participate in. Um, and the, the athletic director Dan Velez says, I hold you guys to the same standard. I hold my soccer team. Like I want you guys to bring home the trophy. And we did, we did, we brought home the trophy for the first, uh, league of legends tournament. And, um, it was, it was so cool. Um, I spent $700, uh, that next week because I promised them all Korean barbecue and I oh, still, man, they took you to yeah. town. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I, I think I did probably the most baller move I ever did. Cause at that point I was already a full-time like thing so i saved up money for i was prepared oh, like i go. did not okay, they didn't, they didn't they, no so i i was like <laughs> i did this great move it was i think it was like if i if it was like cinematic it was like i took they gave me the check and i put my card i didn't even look how much money it was i put them i put the card and i just gave it back to them. it was the most baller move ever done in my entire life i was like this is it this is for the boys they work so hard and i and i actually i, I keep that going i was like if any team brings home a trophy i will take you guys out to food like and ex, all expenses paid i don't want to hear anything because you guys have worked for it and i mean sometimes that works because a lot of college students are motivated by food i mean it's yeah, free food absolutely. is free food I mean, Korean barbecue one, free yeah. food two, and the last time you get off campus, if anyone is like me, it's like okay, I go off campus once once a month because that's my stipend or that's what I have <clears> left <throat> over from loans and stuff, and it's like this is my one big meal for the week. So having a free <laughs> thing of that quality, absolutely yeah. all the time. Yeah, I made sure to make sure it was uh, it was definitely good for them. <laughs> So you mentioned like where you were with that first season and like going from the presentation to like just badgering people on Discord to get things done. I'm sure a little bit of that is still the same, but yep. you also just mentioned pulling off tryouts. So how has that process evolved as you've recognized that there's more production behind the scenes and getting things rolling and how did tryouts actually end up? Um, so tryouts are... <laughs> Well, you something you have to understand for NYT is we're a very 
transit campus. Um, nobody stays on campus for too long. Um, and we have two campuses. So we have Old Westbury, which is like Long Island, the fancy part of Long Island, you would say. And then we have uh, NYT Manhattan, which is right across the street from Columbus Circle. Um, so they're very distant, two completely different communities. Manhattan is more focused on fighting games and the fighting game community. And Old Westbury is like a lot of the old Overwatch people. So now there's more Smash people at who teams at uh, at at Old Westbury campus. And it's it's weird to do it because we we're a tech school, so I made sure to make sure that everything was tech based regardless um a lot of our guys have to play from home because they can't make that transit out some of our guys either live three hours into the island or down in jersey so they, it's 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 impossible to get this amount of people together so everybody does it online as, as well for tryouts uh we've been doing it online for a while it's been working very well um we make sure to keep uh tryouts completely anonymous um when you sign up i as long, the only thing you need to sign up is your 9yt email so I would never know if it was a boy or girl, whatever gender that they that that they that they identify with. So it's kind of just like this open thing until I hear your voice, and then usually sometimes I could figure it out, but I usually don't know, and I usually never even see what they look like until they decide to visit me in Old Westbury campus or they stop me in Manhattan campus. They're like, "Oh, Duran, remember me? I'm I'm that person." I'm like, "Okay, finally, I I know what you look like." <laughs> um, so, so it's it's really cool to see that kind of thing uh, like flourish. Um, as for tryouts this year, uh, due to COVID, we decided to try, decided to, to start tryouts extremely early. Um, I wanted to make sure that the the students this year are practiced during the summer, and then by the time fall rolls around, because what usually happens is we would do tryouts during late August, and then by that time the collegiate leagues are already starting up, and it's not right. enough time to get that kind of um chemistry with players or make sure because there's not enough time to figure out everything in two weeks it's not enough time no so uh so this year i decided i was like everybody's at home anyway because of covid or at least you should be at home and please wear a mask whoever <laughs> wherever you are <laughs> but um he, why don't we do it now so uh we actually went and um i approached the athletics department and with enough time in advance and we sent a mass email out to all nyt students and we did all our tryouts online. So um, we actually just finished today with uh, Hearthstone being the last one. And we finally, we originally had a Hearthstone team and now we don't, we didn't for a couple of years and now we're back again. So it's it's really great to see, um, we've, we're have we adding new games like Call of Duty and everything. So it's it's great to see the, it's still growing despite everybody not being able to be physically. I know the, the uh, God bless those, uh, those, um, Super Smash Brothers players, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate players who are trying to play online, but they can't play online because the internet for the <laughs> Nintendo Online isn't the best. Meanwhile, the resurgence of Melee, <laughs> now they have rollback right. netcode. <laughs> and it's just like, what kind of a backwards world, what kind of timeline are we living in right now? Oh, and with, with Evo Online also canceled, like now there's <laughs> even more reason just to stick with that Melee. It's actually ridiculous that like, melee doesn't get melee is not an Evo, and suddenly melee develops rollback netcode coincidence. I think not. No, um, no. There's the, they have a real, the person who was working on rollback. I watched the the interview on him. Um, that person did a lot of work to get rollback netcode onto melee, especially for the people for Skullgirls and them fighting hers with rollback netcode. They were the only person to survive the. They're one of the only games to survive uh, the entire just COVID in general because yeah. online on other games is not as good. 
compared yeah. to those games. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I used to play Tekken more seriously, but like mm-hmm. playing online, you just without the the dailies with people or the weeklies mm-hmm. in front of people, it's just so hard to pick up on. Okay, you keep abusing this this one combo. What is it down? Like, what's the guard? What's the block? What's the dodge? What's the best? What's the best move for my character? Because you know these all of these characters way better than me. Like, you don't get that level of interaction and guidance yeah. when you're being online and you have to just be you, you can never tell if your opponent was actually late or if it was lag or if something they're weird mashing just it's just like, or if they're mashing like you can't like yeah i can yeah. totally understand why that would be so frustrating and why rollback code like i've been asking fighting games for years to have a better net code because the arcade culture doesn't survive everywhere so yeah and like the Tekken new training stuff that came out, I think that's I say new, but that was like December time. Like the additional like frame data, combo data, like all the vulnerabilities and everything. Like that that addition to things is really going to make things better. But you still have to have an online community to really do anything right now. So with the tryouts done, and I actually love that adaptation to the situation of like taking the opportunity to start early to get your team stronger bonded before the before all the tournaments kick off, whether it's the qualifiers in the fall or like the the play like the initial group stages that kind of do mm-hmm. any initial seeding and everything like having that team dynamic going into it as opposed to someone fresh, even if it's just one person on the roster being replaced from last season, that's a huge change potentially. And you still have to vet that one person for a very specific role or have your entire team adapt to what yeah. else that person's bringing to the table. So I imagine having all that additional time really just may, or we don't know yet, but I imagine Hopefully, it's yeah. going to make a big difference in not just, not just performance in the fall, but the, efficiency and the efficacy of your practices leading up to this point and given that you all were already rather distributed already like yeah you guys are positioned quite well to go into this fall and make some pretty strong changes yeah hopefully hopefully the 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 bet pays off to be completely honest we never know um but it's it's better safe than sorry if it if it's uh we've had a couple rough uh couple rough semesters um in general where it's like someone has to leave like unfortunately some people have to gr- they graduate in the winter and then what we have to replace someone for the spring it's like it's like i can't i can't control that and i'm not I, the last thing i'm gonna say is like why I, i'm not gonna tell them like hey don't stay another year right. like like this is expensive like uh, you come to nyt and i tell this to all my guys like i i you come to NYT to come and get an education. Like you're supposed to leave here with a degree. The esports part is, uh, I'm, I'm, as much as I hate to say it, like is not the primary focus. Like we made uh, something else that we that we added for our teams is make sure that we're held to the same standards as the traditional sports athletes. So we have this even we're we're actually a little bit higher in terms of um, our athlete our uh, not athletics our academic requirements. Um, we, I made sure to bump that up a little bit higher because uh, something that I've been telling people lately is, as gamers, we're on the we're on the back foot. Like we're starting way behind everybody. Everybody already has the stigma of us being in the basement, on, in our parents' home, playing till four o'clock in the morning. Like even though most of us do that, but I mean, like you, <laughs> like it's 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 still like it's our situation. Is that a we're, bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, 
something like we have to make sure that we're not slipping up at all because if one person decides to like oh i'm only gonna play video games and all my class i'm gonna drop all my classes then it's like you can't do that like you understand there's a there's a system and there's a line there's a there's things in place so you have very good resources like with that with esports medicine and all this other stuff and all the stuff that all the athletic the traditional sports athletes get but you have to realize that like you have to get your you're stuck together <laughs> like don't absolutely but, yeah so yeah and i mean just like and i'm glad i'm excited someone is taking it a step farther than just the the requirements that are set by the school i want people to be like this is a premier event or a premier group that yeah. is going to be held to a higher standard like i think that says something about the kind of program that you want to build and make sure that you're not just having people skirting by just because they can and because that's what is being asked of them like to hold yourself to that higher standard just means you're going to have better results in the end and i i really do actually really like that approach to things and you're absolutely right about not being able to take a hit and because because you don't act in a way that people expect so you expect yeah. better of yourself to always be above that barrier uh, where it could be brought down and like we've seen all of this all these announcements and uh, accusations coming out over especially over the last week and yeah. it's that kind of high standard from the beginning that keeps things from this happening and making it abundantly clear that certain behaviors won't be tolerated and will not be excused in company so kudos kudos to the team and uh, everyone just buying into that i love that approach and going farther than that like what is that expectation that you have for your players to like like you mentioned that like you're not going to stop someone from graduating in the winter but yeah. knowing that people change their majors all the time it might change their graduation date they might have to take a semester off how do you encourage that environment where students can talk to you about these things and make sure that they're also developing that sense of team and that sense of there's something bigger than me in this role? Um, I think it's kind of just being very open to to anything someone wants to tell me. Like I'll tell all my guy, all my my players is like like if you feel like there's a concern, like I listen, I am not a perfect person, and I obviously like. I, I'm trying to figure out a lot of stuff because there's no there's no guide to like how to be a head coach general manager for collegiate esports because collegiate esports is basically a wild west shoot 'em up where everybody's kind of doing whatever they want until someone tells them to stop and originally that was supposed to be NCAA that was going to tell everybody to stop but that's not going to happen anymore nope. so now every, everybody's like whatever man I'll just I'm making I'll make a collegiate league myself and now it's everybody's doing something so it's kind of me figuring out stuff and really speaking with the, the the players in general and saying like this is my idea of how this like my original powerpoint this is my original idea of how, what i had but you got to realize that there's another way to do this if you see there's a better way to do this please let me know like i think something something i keep telling myself is the smartest person the best thing a person could do a smart person could do is realize that they're not the smartest person in the room like there's always experts in a, in a game and like their team cap my team captains are amazing and they make sure that they know the strategies for their specific teams and i can't know all of that so i think it's kind of creating a situation where it's just like well if you if you're not able to make it a semester like that's something i did before tryouts i made sure to have team meetings before that where it says hey if you're graduating 
if you're not able to take a semester let me know in advance because it's gonna it will piss me off if we're in the middle of a season and unless like okay let's let, let's say like worst case scenario like a family member passed away and you can't mentally like go get out of here like what are you doing here <laughs> like go be yep. with your family go do your life comes first and then esports comes after but if you're telling me in the middle of the semester like eh, i don't feel like it then it's like okay now we have a problem because i trusted you like everything is based off of trust i have to hope that my guys that i tell them to do something and then they do it but I mean, it's it's kind of still creating a situation where it's uh, like I I can give you an example. Um, one of our players for last for last year in the Falls Overwatch team, um, he s couldn't play. Um, he didn't have enough uh, credits when we when he when we put his his number through the system. We have to he has to meet some requirements sort of in terms of like full time and amount of credits. Now this person is um he was taking I forgot what his major is um but he was taking so his classes were such a heavy duty that he couldn't take up the 12 credits he can only take 10 because it was too oh. many so then he went they, the the red light went off and i, I was like could we make an exception so no we can't make an exception because those are the rules and then we we unfortunately he couldn't do it and then well, i thought he was gonna get him back in the fall but he says no nah, i'm taking off a semester because i'm taking 14 credits now and i'm like oh, okay well thank you for letting me i i just i the way to do it is to make a, an avenue of communication where they're not afraid to approach you it's just knowing to let me know things in in, in advance so i can adjust because i'll worst case now i'll deal with having a lopsided team for a semester if that's what i if that's what i have then that's what i'm gonna deal with it's just how it is but if i know that i had like a master's level team and then they just don't tell me anything and they just don't show up to tryouts and they don't show up to practices and they still think they could play in the fall then we have problems for oh, yeah. obvious reasons <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah i think it's just creating a level of of communication where it's like if they need to take a semester off or duran something's happened on my family end i can't explain i have to go to the home country wherever that is like you you do what you need to do like I, I, what am I going to do? Stop you? But it's like those things I'm fine with. But it's like you have to realize that if I'm planning and you're here and I talk to you every day and I see you online every day and you just stop showing up, you just ghost me, then it'd be like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, yeah, that's that's basically the the way you have to do that because I I can't control everything. I can control myself, and that's the only thing I can control in my life. But I have to put my trust into players and students, hoping that they will do the right thing when I need them to show up at an event. And they know they know for a fact that if I if I have to get the NYT van and drive them to a tournament myself, I will, because I've done it. Because that's what we did with the R6 team. The R6 team got invited to Penn State tournament, the Natani Invitational, in last year and they said how are we going to get there i said bet let me see if with my new full with my new head coach powers rent a van so we got the nyt van and i drove them all the way to penn state it was the longest drive ever done but it was so worth it, it was such a great experience to go out there with the guys it, the tournament didn't go the way we wanted it to but we got to get some actual land experience with like some other teams like rit and the two penn state teams so hopefully we get invited again to go again this year but it's it's and i drove i drove my guys to to rutgers for the rutgers fireside invitational last year like i'll i'll do it like like 
say I won't. Like, I'll if if you give me enough time, you tell me three weeks in advance, hey Duran, we're gonna go to this tournament. Could you drive us? I'd be like, bet. Show up though. <laughs> Please show and, up. And then you win, and you get Korean barbecue. Like, there's even more get, reason yeah, to it's show a win, up. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. So also, I don't have to pay. Uh, uh, thankfully, NYT pays for the gas and everything. I don't have to pay out of pocket, and my car can't fit that many people. So when we get the boys in the van, we just drive. We, I'll drive them for. I'll drive them wherever I need them to. But they have to realize they have to let me know things in advance. They can't just throw things on me and hope that I'll throw it together. Sometimes I do, but I try not to put myself in stressful situations like that. Right. So. Yeah, and I mean. Could you imagine organizing plane trips on top of that instead of just like, I'm going to fly with you. We're going to go international and just like complicate the hell out of it. I mean, we were going to do that before COVID happened. We had all of April planned. We were, we were going to, we, we had enough. We were going to go to um, Albany for the HV, HV gamer con. We were going to go to, we got invited to go to, to Arkansas. I've never been to, I've never been to the middle of the States, the middle States in my life. <laughs> and there, because uh, Arkansas NYT Medical Campus has an has an NYT. Well, I don't know why there's an NYT campus in Arkansas, but it's called NYT in Arkansas. It's really weird. That's it's, hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy. So they did. They made an esports team. Shout out to the to the A State uh, and and uh, and Steph who's running that program. But they invited us because they opened up their new esports room and they were going to do some show matches for a big medical conference that we were going to do. And we were going to go until COVID happened. And we were supposed to have tournaments at NYIT before COVID happened. That was like end of March. We were, I had all of April planned. We were going to do some 24-hour stream like we did during... during. <laughs> that was my craziest idea was doing. I said, the, the library is going to be open 24 hours a day. Who's going to stop us from raising money for charities? <laughs> I just decided. Exactly. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, who wants to come for a 24-hour live stream? I stayed up for 24 hours. We tried, We played 50. They played 50-turn Mario Party for like five hours. Don't play 50-turn no. Mario Party. Just don't they, do that to yourself. They they did it, though. <laughs> and they were, they were losing their minds by the end. But I had so many great experiences with all the players from NYT. They're all very passionate and... and all in different majors too which is actually really amazing to see um they're they're one of the some of the best people i've ever worked with so far that's awesome now like you've you've mentioned COVID a number of times and now you have this blank slate blank slate and even just a giant question mark about what this fall season is going to look like yeah now you've already been practicing you're you're going to be running scrimmages you're going to be doing whatever tournaments come up, but how do you ensure that they're ready to go for the big TESPA tournaments, the big ESPN driving ones, any of the other college leagues that are NACE driven? I mean, if you're a member of NACE, like how do you prepare for those ones that I feel like most people are paying attention to in the collegiate space? Um, the same way we pay, honestly, it's the same way we prepare for all the other tournaments, regardless if it's a local regional tournament or a national tournament, it's still another school, unless it's like a UC Irvine with like top 500 people. I don't know how we're supposed to deal with that. It's just, but, um, <laughs> it is the, with the dice roll where the dice roll for, for TESPA and stuff like that, because it's all randomly, a lot of them are randomly generated, um, or whatever seating they are. Um, eventually we do have to face a Rutgers or we have to face a UC Irvine with, uh, their their firepower behind their teams, but um, I I I never really get mad because they're just other colleges trying their best, just like we are. 
um it, in terms of how do we prepare for a bigger a different tournament it's, it's honestly still the same um in terms of getting together um we still a lot of us play online because a lot, like i said a lot of us can't make it to the esports room we only have one esports room that's an old westbury campus now the problem would be getting from manhattan to old westbury finishing at 11 o'clock at night and then trying to send my guys back on the liwr back to Manhattan. it's like it's not gonna work unfortunately it's just the way that we had the way that we've been doing it is everything's online uh make sure your internet is good make sure you tell your parents not to bother you for like three hours and then hope that it pans out i mean it's it's just I'm, i hate to say it's still a roll of dice because a lot of a guy a lot of our guys are they play normally at home and they're playing on their setups and i would love to have them all in one location one central location but um and unfortunately our dorms aren't on our campus um our dorms are on old uh, suny old westbury's campus so that's a distance regardless we we don't have players on our own campuses so i wish i would have dorms on our campus but unfortunately there's like zoning laws and the rich people don't want people in the area with kids running around at three o'clock in the morning or something like i don't know but um the it's just the the way that we have we have a very specific situation and we're adapting to that situation as we as the best we possibly can that's all and that's all i can really ask for i'm not going to blame the players for not having a good situation but um i would love to have like be like a i'll say a state because i know a state has all their people on campus they could there or delaware which is just like the whole college is the city like that's that's them <laughs> like i, I my, my friend went to delaware and i went down there and i was like they got a they got like a freaking stadium like wh 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 you could just do that you could just have a stadium on campus that people go to i went to penn state with the guys i was like they have a stadium with like how, how many people Thirty thousand people what do you do? what the hell <laughs> they have a burger king on campus i was like what do you do with the burger king on campus like we have to get like four people in a car drive down to the nearest wendy's and hope that there's there's time <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's some it's it, every college is different and I, I applaud every 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 head coach or general manager or student leader who's adapting to their specific situations and only they know what specific situations are on their campuses because some people are good at oh some teams are just amazing at overwatch like a rutgers shout out to the amazing people who work at rutgers and just kill it every single year with their amazing organization and all student run like some some colleges just do it amazingly and i mean every college is different and i i i think i can easily stand by the word that a lot of people in collegiate are probably one of the most resourceful people in some of the res most resource resourceful people in esports because they take a lot with almost nothing no no backing from the from from their athletics no backing from the school not even recognized by the school but they still do it and so and then it's... you go and then you go that step farther you look at organizations like uh college r6 or collegiate mm -hmm. rainbow six league and cea and college cod like college yeah. cod the fact that they are hosting cod league events like the challenger league events yeah. and like they're the ones producing that that's insane that you get students not like it's amazing alone that collegiate esports exists as from student-driven clubs 
and into organizations like TESPA and NACE that are highly organized and still the students find a way to organize themselves to participate in these absolutely massive and long, long tournaments. Then yeah. you add in the fact that these students are also going that step farther and being like, college cod, let's just get everyone involved and let's produce <laughs> something ourselves that's rivaling like professional broadcasts. Like it's... that's sick and they do amazing i think i think the crazy uh, the thing i love about uh collegiate is it's such a great under it's such a great storyteller to be completely honest you can tell a story with like almost any college and say like it's it's the best chance for like a david versus goliath story it's the best chance for like a like an underdog story because my sister she goes to queen's college and let's say at what point in normal traditional sports let's say queen's college is a division three school in queens in new york um in uh but in what situation normally before esports would you ever see that a queen's college soccer team would face uc irvine a division one school never never happens. right yeah but now collegiate is like we have three top 500s on our team so uc irvine who and they just smack everybody on their way up to like the top like that's that's only possible in collegiate esports because like it could be anybody and get as person who organizes for people who are on the team it's such i keep saying it's a dice roll but it's such a crazy it's a lottery when it's like oh this person on our campus is challenger where did he come from <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. when you start it's like you just hope that we got like we I, when we our first league of, our big league of legends team the one that won the ecc we had some masters and we had re really amazing people on the team who is socially wise would have never met each other if it weren't for esports so we're 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 making a lot of connections that would have never happened especially in terms of majors like for i i don't know how how it is on other campus but i could tell you the way it happens at nyt is it's it's mostly a click system where it's just like the architecture students are in their building do not bother them they get cranky um the graphic design students are in their building do not bother them they're working <laughs> engineering students have their own basement um and do go down there i guess if you feel like it um we have interior designers share with the graphic designers they're in a clan more or something like that but it's like everybody has their groups because you you don't you, there's not enough time to meet with other people because you you're we have i have a one of my team captains is an architecture student and he's like yeah sorry guys i can't do anything this week um i am doing my projects and i am going to be on campus till four o'clock in the morning and i were like well <laughs> that's uh good luck with that um but it's it's um if 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 for for nyt if we didn't if a lot of people didn't have esports then we wouldn't have made all these connections that we would have before and it's it's something that i always bring up to the the high brass of nyt is we're creating a, a form of student retention where it's you're you're more lucky to stay as a student on campus if you have friends on campus if you just come you do your work and you leave then there's not really a chance there so those are probably the lowest ROI students that the university gets is the people who are there and gone as quickly as possible as opposed mm. to the people who are building up culture and community and investing more of their time into something that yeah. the university is involved with like this is and this is why I love 
esports so much in the collegiate space is that it's super open to being inclusive and a lot of people are driving that message right now so it's probably the most welcoming club that you could have on campus outside of a traditional sports group and and that's only true for the triple a schools and or the division a schools and so it when you strip away the opportunity that it's restricted to just the division a like you start getting so many different stories you get so many different takes on collegiate esports and so much more involvement on it at a different level especially because the goal for all of them is participating at the same level as opposed to yeah. division one, two, and three. It's like, yeah, you've won division three, but you know that there's a school better than you. Yeah. That yeah. It's, it's the, the, like the next level and you never get a chance to prove that you're actually the better team. Yeah. And, That's a, lot why I love, this, yeah. and a lot of this comes from people like you who got set up like four years ago and being able to say, we're planting a flag early and saying we're going to be ahead of the curve with all of this. And I mean, there's still AAA or I keep saying AAA game development, man, uh, division yeah, A schools, yeah. division A schools that are still ignoring this, still not doing anything. It's all still student driven. And it's like, they can't get funding from the student council or anything like that to support them. Yeah. So they're stuck playing on their rigs at home, as opposed to having a practice space and a regiment and a coach and a manager and, people being able to take themselves seriously let alone be re represented seriously yeah no it's it's uh it's crazy um that's why I like it, i'll keep saying it till till forever but uh they do a lot the, everybody does the most that they possibly can with the sometimes the least amount of resources and they build up communities and they build up tournament winners and sometimes like I keep I'll mention Rutgers because they they're a, the they're what I wanted to be when I was first starting esports at NYT because they were just completely student they're still student run and it's like Rutgers hello can you can you support these guys did they they won how many national tournaments by this point um they 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 dominate every tournament they're in they're an amazing group they have multiple clubs and they organize their whole tournaments and they it's like they just need space they just needed a, a place to play and it's like give them that at least but it's like that i don't know why it's i don't see why they why some schools don't support their own it's it's made already like just give them some funding or something like that, or at least yeah. put, throw them on your Twitter and say like, Hey, look at these great, our, our great students who, who play. And that's why I'm, I'm thankful that NYT at least like we, I remember it was like when we were doing our league of legends tournament, there was at least one person in, in the, in the, in the audience who was tweeting out like live tweeting on the NYT proper, like the NYT Twitter account. And they had all these gifts and I had to give them so much credit because they, they were, they were really capturing the energy of that, that, that day, because it was just like, Oh, we got one game. Oh, we got the second game. Oh, we lost the second, we lost the third game. But we came back the fourth game. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the, to have the support from your, from your school, whether it be on athletics or at least recognizing you as a club is such a great step um but you have to realize that schools only have a limit on a limited amount of time because after these people leave then unless they have they built in a leadership dynamic then the club leaves with them 
so oh, yeah. and it, I mean, so, that's how you get a lot of those eras where it's like this is the most important aspect of community first and then it's competition as someone rolls in but then yeah if you're not getting much support from a school to kind of keep that consistency that person who might have been trying to take the lead is now burned out like already been burned and yeah. is just like you didn't give me what you promised and so i'm piecing out and it sets the club back years each time you do stuff like that and yeah getting rolling like this into a space that is non-stop i mean there's collegiate tournaments happening during the summer for i think pretty much every game even yeah. valorant that's less than a month old at this point like <laughs> yeah really everyone's is. paying attention and it's unlike traditional sports it is a 365 24 7 event yeah. series and you have an opportunity to go out and make content for your school every day to make a brand recognition for your school every day and get a major recruiting tool underneath your belt and as a great olive branch to local schools local high schools that high school is kicking off like collegiate was three mm -hmm. four years ago so i mean this is a process that does everything for itself already and all you have to do is green light a small check a small space yeah or some small resources overall in your budget you look at your football team you look at your it budget for the next year yeah. i'm sure you can spare a couple thousand dollars for a few rigs just saying so yeah that's uh that's honestly what what it takes and then you you get that kind of thing done and then then it's exponential growth at that point um we have a room in the old westbury campus that i love bringing the the manhattan guys to because the old westbury guys make it there whenever they can unfortunately we're gonna when we open up again we're gonna have to do some some a lot of changing because we will normally have 14 computers in there um but now we have to bring it down to seven because we need to have social distancing guidelines already ready um just so because we we, last, we want the guys to play we want everyone to play in the room but we obviously can't we don't want to spread this this virus any more than it needs to be so it's um it's uh, it's really interesting how everything's playing out right now, but Collegiate's gonna do what it always does, and it's gonna adapt and improvise and overcome, like that Bear Grylls quote where he just points at the screen and says, "Adapt, improvise, overcome." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, it's 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 really amazing to see how everybody's how everybody's doing whatever they can do, and I'm really excited to see what happens in the fall. Um, like you said, something I had to explain to the athletics department and people in in upper management of NYT saying like, so when do you play League of Legends? And I'm like, every day. When don't we? Like, like when when are, when are when is my Overwatch team not playing Overwatch? Um, and the answer to that is when they get to master sometimes because they don't want to de, de rank before the season ends. But most of the time they're always playing Overwatch. So it's um it's it's a full year thing i mean when i when i started working with the ecc they were like we should just do this and i was like okay but you have to understand there's a system and we can't step on people's toes because that's not good so we make sure that overwatch is always in the fall and because during the spring tespa has their tournaments and last thing we want to do is have an, a, a minor tournament of ecc being overshadowed by the giant league that is um that and then we put league of legends during the spring because thankfully ecc got a partnership with riot games and we were we're a, a fast track into the bigger bracket so if we oh, win ecc 
you can you get into like the top two if you top two of ecc get into like another level of of the riot bracket so thankfully that works out but you have to make sure like having somebody who's in the scene who knows the way that tournaments run because there's there's a there's a it's madness but there's a tempo <laughs> to everything because mm -hmm. we always know that uh that overwatch happens during this time and league of legends happens this time now that valorant's involved now valorant will just will do something until someone makes something big until riot makes the valorant collegiately which god please Riot make a Valorant collegiately would make everything so much easier but i mean we'll uh we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there i mean um, you, you think about that and you think about how the missed opportunity csgo has had with oh addressing my god this, you don't even space. start with me <laughs> but then i mean csgo has ignored the side of the community for a long time anyways so to have valorant be able to come in and say yeah. We're just gonna slide into this space because no one else is doing it. Like, man, what an opportunity! And with it, RSA a already formed, they've already got the infrastructure behind it. They know what they like from LAC, LCS, the Collegiate League of Legends already. They mm -hmm. know this stuff. They know it. Yeah. And so it's going to be probably one of the smoothest esports launches I can imagine, especially for Collegiate. Yeah, and I can. We're already working out some stuff for some tournaments that I, that I'm organizing. So hopefully that we'll see start start seeing some stuff in the fall. And I know there's other leagues that are that uh, that we've already talked to that they already want to start doing Valorant. So it's going to be really amazing when that happens. But it's like I've had so many problems with CS:GO over the years, and and people ask me everywhere, are we having a CS:GO team this year? No, we cannot because we can't. you have to real like there's some schools that don't realize the implications of having a csgo team not because csgo is too violent because everybody knows r6 blows very literally blows the doors off of the most violent game that shooter that we can possibly do but they get all get away with simulation um unfortunately as a I, I i feel like i talked to some colleges about this and they don't realize that the implications of having csgo when they yell terrorists win at the top of their lungs um, as a New York team, where we have to deal with military uh, enforcement in Penn Station and a lot of other things, you have to realize that like we have quite a situation where it's like, at the end of the day, the school is a school of education, but you have to realize that there are stakeholders and the school at its basis is a business um, where they're not going to like it if they're saying certain games, I have to get all my games approved regardless. Right. Um, because if the school is going to promote it, then they have to be on board with it. We just barely got um, C uh, COD, <laughs> like just barely got COD over in general. Thankfully, whoever is in Riot Games proper, thank you for creating the mature filter so I can get past a lot of this collegiate mumbo jumbo about a shooting game once again. But Valorant took that opportunity when when CSGO didn't um and that's that's how it is um but i'm really excited to see because in the fall is when it's going to blow up fall is when everybody finally gets back to school back to school um and they're able to to really get stuff done is when we're going to see some crazy stuff from the valorant thankfully uh people uh shout out to adam from Ambox doing weekly tournaments so we can keep some scrims up and keep tournaments up and um there i joined a couple discords already and we're already signing some uh, not signing but at least 
putting our word on that we're going to participate in some tournaments in the fall and i'm letting my guys know in advance like please make sure you're ready that we're practicing during the summer because when fall rolls around it's 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 we're running that's it yeah. there's not there's, we're not we're not we're not slowing it's not down dress rehearsal this time. anymore no it's not dress rehearsal it's like when when the the theater when the theater opens up and they say don't walk across the stage anymore because people are inside that's literally it's like everybody please prepare yourselves so it's the, it's the macro chaos with a, a heartbeat to it no definitely that's that's pretty much what it's like during the season during well during this this the year the season where where everybody's doing what they can it's just like organize 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 and then let them go and then hopefully it, it pans out um unfortunately we do get bad seasons like unfortunately sometimes you get just matched up versus rutgers and it's just like could we have not gotten rutgers during the spring rally there was a chance <laughs> like there was a chance there but i mean it is when the brackets get made the brackets get made you can't complain about it you, you get what you get and you don't get upset kind of deal so yeah. it's it's um it still makes that chance we still there's always a chance um that we can we can do something big hopefully for some for mo for all of our new teams uh we are able to add a, a fighting game general team because there's too many fighting games to, to <laughs> say one team for just tekken for now at least until we get more more people involved but um i'm excited to see them go to locals whenever a locals open up i think locals are finally going to open up in the bronx again so with the uh, house of chaos so that's going to be really cool um with a lot of great tournaments uh, new york is such a great place for fgc so it's thankfully we're able to start doing that and um just we're, we'll run with the punches like sometimes i add teams out of nowhere and now and i was speaking with some people about comments about cod and it's just like how do we prepare for cod because cod changes every year <laughs> what do you do what do you do when that kind of thing happens like you have a team i prepared a team and then what happens if the new cod comes out and it's not the best I mean, or I mean, there was people who boycotted this one and went back to like World War Two, like <laughs> it's a role like when and this just exposes an interesting dynamic to an annual iteration on the title or mm -hmm. just general game development. And when a game comes out, like how do you measure the people moving on? And like as you're saying, adding teams, adding rosters, adding games, like it's just happen having to manage that in the moment and just understanding that this is the heartbeat of how colleges adopt games and how communities adopt games and just how it changes things and how it's that yeah. rapid response to everything and really understanding a lot of the students who are driving that interest and like you can't really argue with the fact that it's something that the students want to do and manage and hold themselves accountable for it's like that's an important life lesson in mm -hmm. general but then to let them take their own fate in their own hands and make it as good as they want to do I mean, there's a saying that college is what you make of it, and this yeah. is everything, everything epitomizing that. Yeah, that's that's honestly something I usually tell myself when it's like it starts to get a little difficult. It's just I'm here to make the best kind of college experience I could possibly make. I mean, I can't say anything about the grades or the professors, but I want to make sure like at least you remember this part of college that you had fun, you played games, you participated in tournaments, you met new people, you got some new opportunities that you probably wouldn't have had before, and that's kind of was like my driving force between so much branding for the Cybers, where someone like you hear about them and all the way in your time zone and just like oh well maybe maybe this will give them some more opportunity something that i couldn't give them 
maybe when it's like uh, an organization says, hey, we're looking for to hire new people, we're looking for interns, and they could put the cybers name on their on their resume and say like, hey, I participate with this team. Oh yeah, I've heard about that team, that team in New York. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's us. We did it. We made it to the top and it's not the tippity top yet. But one day, hopefully, we'll be able to win like a major national tournament and get NYT like smack dab on the map. That it's not only Rutgers on the top, on the upper northeast and um, and northeastern. Then it's also us here in Long Island and Manhattan, um, with with the help of other schools that are still doing amazing in their their uh, their regions. With like NYU's doing amazing. Uh, shout out to Malloy. Shout out to everybody else in the ECC doing their best with what they have and managing and what are their specific team situations where some schools don't like certain games so you gotta adjust and continue on it's crazy you know you you mentioned such a great sense of camaraderie across schools and across games even and like what we know of college caught and how they form themselves it has to be one of my favorite aspects of collegiate esports being that everyone wants us to go better no one's taking their rivalry too seriously it's not mm. been like there's still some toxic toxicity to it there's still some uh inclusion issues and diversity issues and everything but all in all when you look at people playing being able to play and people wanting to develop this space they're doing it because they love it doing it because they really want something better for everyone and it's just it's it's one of those feel-good storylines that's just prevalent across every single game and every club that i've come across like no one is so high on their own supply that like they are just isolating themselves and not growing people and when you have that level of collaboration it's got to make it feel even better in the school's eyes to let them be doing something like this to say these are our students taking up these reins and leading the way in a level of ownership that hasn't really been seen to the scale i think as most other clubs like fbla might be the next biggest thing or a, a science convention that i'm just completely out of the loop on but like college esports is really framing community across campuses and it's it's one of my favorite parts that i've seen you know it's uh i love i just, i love the ability to be able to go to like a rutgers tournament and speak with the people who are organizing well, well uh, shout out to everybody who's listening. Do not talk to tournament organizers while they're organizing in the middle of organizing tournaments. Uh, make sure you talk to them after because they, they got a million things on their minds. I could tell you that for a fact. Um, but it's it's the ability to be able to go and just message someone on Discord. You put the NYT tag in front of your name. You put a Rutgers tag in front of you. You put the NYU tag in front of your name. And you get to really have that connection. That's like, I wish I could just message NRGs general manager and be like hey how do you do this like obviously they don't have enough time for me i'm like a low level i'm a low level on the on the the esports scale but it's like i could message almost anybody from uh friends i've made in for for rutgers shout out to beanies from rutgers i message them all the time I message some people from Anbox all the time I message people from a state and uh people i know from people can i have maybe two degrees of separation from people in in Penn State. It's like if they want to organize a tournament, they they know who to mess start messaging, and eventually it'll get to me, and then we could figure out a way to get them over there. But it's, it's it's, like I think it kind of goes back to like the amount of communication that's been between a lot of teams, where it's like obviously I'm gonna hate your guts when I'm I need to when my team needs to play their tournament, but like maybe after we can scrim, 
like we'll still scrim you guys like if we're around the same level but like it's it's everybody's trying to get better and i i know a lot of people hope that that like esports uh collegiate esports is kind of this path to pro and unfortunately for all games it isn't uh to be completely frank with you but a lot of people have to under also understand that the esports industry isn't only isn't only uh isn't only com players it isn't only players so it's like we need the amount of experience that people are getting in terms of leadership or in terms of organizing or in terms of uh the the lonely the 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 lonely graphic designer who decided to make a logo and then run with it as pot long as he possibly could like this is a chance for everybody to really it's it's free real estate it really <laughs> it's is. just like it's free real estate you have a chance to work with an organization for free um and and then be able to throw that on your resume and be like yep i worked with that organization when they were doing it and you get you can do stuff and it's it's um it allows a lot of people to do a, a lot of things um and hopefully launch pad them past way past into like bigger bigger teams and stuff like that and um, if they're lucky maybe some challenger level and and delaware can go and get to like the challenger circuit in league of legends or an academy team that's like the i love seeing that one it's like oh you you came from this college and you got all the way to like on stage lcs i'm like i don't know who you are guy but i'm proud of you wherever exactly. you are <laughs> like it did it like and that, i i wish that for all my players like i want to see i want to see you guys get to grand grandmaster rocket league i want to see you guys get to challenger like of course it's going to be difficult because solo queue is horrible but i mean like <laughs> with enough determination we can we can pad that and pad you with enough teamwork and enough people on your team to get you a trophy or get you a, a shirt you, that says you ECC number one you want one of your players bedrooms to be broadcast live on espn during the yeah. championship match after after the quarterfinal victory and you're going yeah. off for day three and you want their bedroom their sheets to be all messy and like maybe dirty <laughs> dish back there too yeah like you want that for them like those moments are absolutely incredible and you know i have to say like i already knew of nyit like i said at the top of the podcast saying like i know this team i know that they're around and i don't know enough about them and i knew that this was going to be a podcast that i really looked forward to getting even back then even when i was just like okay no one's going to want to talk to me i'm i'm way out of college not doing this stuff no one's going to care about t speaking their truth speaking their story and i've been proven t wrong time and time again and this story is probably just one of my favorites because it just seems like you and the school are coming from a very genuine place of interest and in wanting to develop the space so it's really exciting for like my intuition about this podcast to be right uh and so that's exciting for me as a podcaster. And I want to make sure that you have an opportunity because we're actually over length and which is just oh, exciting. Geez. Yeah. It's already been over an hour, which is incredible. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> that's how these things go. So I just want to make sure you have a chance to like list any contact information, like social media for yourself, for your group and anything else that's going on, anything else that NYIT should be known for in their esports that you want people to know about that way they know it from the podcast. Yeah, uh, so if you want to get most of our stuff, yeah, you can go to Twitter. It's NYT underscore esports. 
um we made sure to spell esports correctly with the either all lowercase or capital e and then lowercase s esports i still trying to get a couple from nyt to recognize that it's not lower key lowercase e capital s they keep doing it i keep trying to remind them or i keep forgetting it's one of the both or both uh but um if you go to our twitter um, at, at NYT underscore esports, uh, you can find our Discord. We're 400 strong, we're pushing 400 strong on the Discord. Our guys are always playing there, always memeing around. At 3 a.m., you can expect a meme that's uh, Oh Boy 3 a.m. with with uh, Patrick. If you want to check that, it happens every night at 3 a.m. on the dot. So proud of them. Um, we uh, we have we're working on a uh, an online series um, on our YouTube. Uh, and there you can, we're going to start, we're starting like a Nuzlocke Pokemon run, which is two of our Overwatch players trying to play a, a Soul Link Nuzlocke Pokemon Ro Ruby and Sapphire. Um, I'm hopefully we're going to get that up. Hopefully we'll get that approved soon. Um, uh, shout out to all of our, all of the teams, the Overwatch. I, I need to go down the list cause I, I don't want to mention all of them and then not mention all of them. Uh, our Overwatch teams, our League of Legends team, shout out to our Rainbow Six Siege team who finished their tryouts. And I, I'm really excited for what they're going to do this season. Uh, Smash team, the <laughs> three Smash teams, our new fighting game community, our new uh, Fortnite people, the Rocket League, the Valorant team, the Call of Duty team. Uh, we weren't able to get Apex Legends up yet, but shout out to the Return of the Hearthstone team. Um, we're doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, I already, I did say shout out to Rocket League team. Don't you put that on me. Um, <laughs> uh, we're, uh, we're doing some really amazing stuff. Uh, hopefully we can start getting our charity runs open again. Um, we were able to do really great work with the, uh, with Long Island Gaming League. And, uh, and unfortunately we weren't able to raise that much money cause I can't stream that well for my house, but <laughs> we're figuring it out. Um, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, trying our best and uh we're, we're hopefully make everybody from our region proud whenever we show up at a tournament with our side bears logo and our jerseys um uh yeah that's that's mostly it we're follow our youtube follow you on the on the twitter you can get most of our stuff um i'll probably have to make a link tree too because i i, I there's no I, there's it's so many links useful. at this point too it's, useful. Too, it's so it's too useful so we have our twitter we have our facebook i'm not sure who still goes on facebook but we have a facebook our, our youtube um we're going to be uploading videos as much as we possibly can with new content and um thank you so much for 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 uh for speaking with me if you need if you need me to come back anytime i have no problem because i would literally talk to you about collegiate esports for another two hours uh, oh. i don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning <laughs> I would love to. I'll love to have you on for a part two because I feel like that there's so much left unsaid. Uh, it's been really great talking with you and getting to know the club through you. And so, and I'll just extend it on Olive Branch further is like if there's any announcements, if there's any news that's going on, if there's anything that you want to shout out, boost the signal for, I'm happy to broadcast a message early in another episode or maybe yeah. split it up halfway through in an episode and just do some announcements type things but you know i'm happy to do that for any club and yours is more than welcome to come back for a full-on episode if you got stuff going on yeah no problem i we're gonna get we're gonna start getting really crazy in the fall so i think that might be the best opportunity when we're like we're actually doing all our tournaments at the same time uh you caught me at the the perfect time we just today's a lot was the last day of all of our tryouts so we're finally done with all our tryouts um, and now it's the that anime protagonist grind till till, till the fall. Um, but you know, I'd be I'd be happy to talk to you about whatever whatever else esports related because um, I 
I'll, I'd keep going, but <laughs> we got we got a time limit, unfortunately. Yep. But it's yeah. uh, there's so much happening collegiate with so many people, and and the effect of collegiate on the upper ep- epsilon of of esports with franchise leagues and everything. And I feel like there's a lot more that could be done, but um, it's a work in progress. And the fact that we've even gotten this far is amazing in general. It's just a matter of time. Well, it was great talking yeah. with you, and I look forward to hearing about NYIT's growth and success in the fall, and we'll just have to stay in touch. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you. All right, everyone, that's the stream and the episode. I will be publishing this on Monday morning, 3 a.m. my time, 6 a.m. your time, so I'll be ready for your couch to or your bed-to-couch commute, and yeah. you'll be able to get it live and hear it loud and proud with all your contact information in the show notes so uh, i'll get that edited up this weekend and i just want to shout out everyone who stopped by and chat like we peaked here there was some great chemistry in there some great hey. feeding for you so thanks everyone for, who tuned in on stream i really do appreciate it and i would love to see another school challenge this level of activity but getting people in with a podcast so not saying, but NYT's losing or winning this one. Like yeah, we did it, boys. You're winning the podcast. Congratulations, yeah. everybody. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cut the stream here. And just thanks again to everyone. And good luck, NYIT. Thank you so much. Selling our podcast. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the podcast. Yeah.